that's when you become aligned with the possibilities that are out there, all the luck that's out there, aligned to the luck that you can have. You unlock your creativity and tap into your resources so much better and are able to take that inspired actions towards your dreams, which causes your reality to fall in line with exactly that. That's where you find luck and motivation and determination and resilience. Hello, my loves, and welcome to the Purposeful Lifestyle Development Podcast, where we discuss all things thought work and manifestation, but we use neuroscience and the study of the brain to do so. I'm your host, Tessa Spizak. I'm a board-certified practitioner, master life and health coach, and seasoned executive speaker. If you're ready to create your highest value lifestyle and turn your dream life into a reality, you're in the right place. Let's get right into today's episode. Hello, hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Purposeful Lifestyle Development Podcast. And if you're new, welcome in. Don't forget to hit subscribe so that you never miss part of our conversation. And if you haven't done so yet, I'd so appreciate it if you took a second to leave a review on whatever streaming service you are listening on. It helps boost the show so that others can join too. But now that that's out of the way, you may have noticed over the last few weeks that the way I've been structuring this podcast, so to speak, has been to give you a theme or a topic to keep in mind over the week. Just another lovely little layer of goodness to give yourself, another practice that we can utilize to care for ourselves even better, or, you know, a way to check in, do some inventory with our lives, and make sure that we are living present and in a way with, that aligns with the lifestyle we desire to live. And this week, I'm holding true, I'm doing the same. I want to offer a thought that I really suggest you hold with you. This is something that I keep in my head pretty much at all times, and even still, while I'm consciously thinking about it, I can still find myself not acting totally accordingly. So with that being said, it does take some practice and something that you need to actively keep, but it's totally worth it. But here's what I want you to have from this conversation today. I want you to ask yourself, what energy am I bringing to the things I'm doing? How am I showing up for and how am I showing up in my life energetically? And I want you to really, really think about it, get honest about it, not just how you show up for work or how you show up for the people that depend on you, but in a general sense that covers everything you do, how are you energetically going into the things you do? Think about it this way. I want to walk you through it. When I get quiet with myself and really, truly ask myself, what would my dream day look like? Just my regular day in the life I live, if I could have a perfect, you know, regular Tuesday, not a special day, but just a regular day, what would it look like? When I get serious and really walk through the day in that visualization, what I envision is me feeling literally amazing as I do everything. When I see my ideal day, I'm really excited to wake up, you know, up before my alarm clock, just ready to take on the take on the day. I'm relaxed and in tune with me during my morning routine. I'm not stressed about the day or anything else. I get to use that time appropriately and for myself. I'm not rushed. I carefully and intentionally do the things that I like that are good for me, like my skincare. I get some movement and 
I go in knowing that I will feel amazing after I do the movement, and then I do feel amazing when it's done. Then when I sit down to meet with my clients, I'm so excited and I'm pumped to hear what they have to say. I'm ready to be proud of them. I see myself having this big burst of creativity and excitedly making something new for the people that I help. I see myself feeling really playful and going downstairs to my husband's office and flirting with him and see myself being really ready for some play, like singing in the car. In my perfect day, I'm cooking for my family and dancing to music. Like if I'm cooking Italian food, I'm listening to Italian cafe music and I'm in a lovely mood. I see myself going to bed relaxed, feeling happy with my day and proud of myself and grateful for everything that was in the day and excited to do it tomorrow. Now, if you look at that, you see a consistent theme there. It's all about the feeling. It's all about, for me at least, how I energetically show up to those things. And just for the sake of comparison, in case it didn't fully click what I'm getting at, picture the difference between that ideal day situation and kind of what we've been conditioned to do when we aren't actively conscious on how and where our energy is flowing. So without having that intention, you can kind of picture this as you know, in the morning, groaning through snoozing the alarm, then shooting out of bed at the last second, getting ready as fast as you can. The morning's kind of frantic. You end up dreading your projects that you're doing for work, just dreading what you do for work, stressed out because we don't know what to do for dinner, and then eating something crappy that makes us feel crappy because it was easy in there. And then we're annoyed with our partners because we don't want to be touched now, right? If you're not conscious, we kind of know that story of life can just be happening. You're shooting your way through the moments and it honestly just doesn't feel good when you aren't in charge and you aren't dictating where your energy goes and where you want it to flow. That ideal day that I described or whatever version that you would create, it's not going to happen. That flow, that space of gratitude, that space that feels abundant with bliss That's not something that is reserved for a lucky few who are lucky enough to be in situations that allow for it. It's it's not a situational thing. That's what most people think, but I'm telling you, it's not the case. Because flow, gratitude, bliss, that comes from intention. And it comes from choosing how you show up energetically to all of these things. And if you know me and you know what I talk about in my coaching and in my public speaking, one of my pillars in everything that I say, when it comes to the things you want to do and want to accomplish, you are doing yourself so much of a disservice if you're quantifying the thing or the action or the steps that it takes to do it or the day that it causes to go through it. If you assume and classify these things as they're going to be hard or difficult or too much before you even try, you're going to make that true. This is a hill I am willing to die on. Don't choose for it to be difficult or painful or emotionally draining or whatever. And I know some people go about this exactly in that way, and that's fine for them if it works. I get the idea in the theory. Some people believe that preparing yourself for it to be hard is something that'll keep you from quitting when it inevitably does get difficult. Because such is life, right? 
It will never be all the way easy all the time. It's the human experience. And my thought on that, honestly, is you wouldn't want it to be super incredibly easy all the time because then we'd have no desire for anything or any drive in our souls. And where would we find a purpose if there was no purpose because we never had to strive for anything or persevere? But sorry, that's a little bit of a tangent. Anyway, my point is... I understand the concept of preparing for the worst in case it comes, and I'm sure that makes sense on the surface, but when we understand how our brains work, I'd say it's usually more in your favor to work with your brain and how it functions. Therefore, instead of telling it that whatever you're showing up for is going to be difficult or hard for you, that causes your reticular activating system to say, okay, boss. I believe you. And it starts to scan for all the things that make that true. It starts to scan for all the things that can be perceived as difficult. Because we covered that one, my loves. Your reticular activating system is like the filter for your brain, and it basically scans for whatever it's going to alert you to. There's so much stimuli all around us all the time for every second that it would literally be maddening if we picked up on every single thing. So that's what our brain does, that reticular activating system. It goes to work for us and essentially will let in the stimuli or let in the proof of whatever we believe to be true. It's always working essentially to prove you right. So if you say this thing that I need to do, it's scary and it's difficult and it's a hard situation, okay, boss, that's what it starts looking for. I mean, this is the thing that kept us alive as a species and allowed us to become what we are today because back in our hunter-gatherer days, if you were consciously aware that the situation that you were in was in fact scary, dangerous, difficult, then your brain goes into hyperdrive trying to figure out how that can be true. That's what keeps you safe. It will literally scan the environment for a threat, even in the background, even at that subconscious level. If you knew there was some, I don't know, tiger or bear infested area, your brain would be really sensitive to your surroundings in search of that threat. And we evolved to still have this trait and this brain function. So if you show up to something assuming the worst, then your brain will start to look for the worst. If you have that energy about you, that's your brain scanning exactly for that. And here, I have a really simple example. This is my favorite example of this, the easiest way to visualize it. But say you are in the middle of a really great day, or you know what, even just a good day. Good enough that you are humming a little tune as you walk into the supermarket to get some things that you need. You're minding your business, you're getting your things, and you look up and you see this really mean-faced old man. His arms are crossed, folded across his chest with a humph. You know, he's looking with this look of disgust right in your direction. But you're in a good mood. You've got good energy flowing through you. Your brain is energetically focused on the good. You might just be like, oh my God, what is his problem? That man looks like a total grouch, right? Maybe you even flash him a smile and you just don't even pay him any mind and you go along your day, right? Seems silly to ever let something as simple as this grumpy guy in the grocery store to affect you at all. Duh. But now imagine that was not your day. 
you did not come into the store humming or energetically high or happy, just minding your business because you're in a rush, because you were running late and in your haste, you stubbed your toe and spilled your coffee on your pants. And now you aren't wearing pants that are comfortable. And your only goal is to get in and get out and finish this awful day, right? And then as you're trying to get that last thing you need, you look up and you see him. The grumpy old grouch, looking all pissed and again, looking right towards you. There's a very good chance that you don't just raise an eyebrow and, you know, send him a smile just for the sheer fact that you can. No, you're going to take offense to that. We all would in that state because you're just trying to get what you need for dinner. You're late and you look up and you see this mean face pointing at you like, how dare he? Who does he think he is? He doesn't even know you and he's judging you right? See what I mean here? How you feel and how you energetically show up totally changes not only how your brain interprets your environment, but how you move through it. And I want you to apply that concept to a bigger scale. Your whole day, your routines in your day, your week. How do you move through it? Do you have intention, a plan, goals that excite you? Or are you just going through the motions, trying to force it all in? When it comes to your goals and achieving the things that are meant for you, how do you view them as you're planning to get started? For me, I know I would rather show up with excitement, with curiosity, with a positive anticipation rather than relying on sheer determination or motivation to get through something that I've decided that I'm dreading. When I'm doing a personal coaching session, I always keep an ear out for people saying things like, I have to do this. I'll make myself do this. Because here's the secret, my friends. Not only is that not sustainable, but I'd go as far as to say that it's rare that someone can force themselves to do something that they don't want to do, something that they think is awful or hard, that they just need to push through it every day, day in, day out. And even if you could, you don't want to live that way. The name of the game is developing your lifestyle on purpose, doing it in a way that feels good, that sets you up to achieve the dream life and the dream day-to-day that we talked about visualizing earlier. And there's always some name for it, some vernacular, if you will. Right now, I think people are even calling it lucky girl syndrome or something, you know, some iteration of that, that, you know, some name for someone who the good stuff just comes to them. And I giggled when I heard that the first time. I absolutely love it. And I've talked about it on here before, and I love the premise. But I've always been told that I'm so lucky and I can't understand this because things just come easy to me. And I believe with my whole heart that the best and the most effective way to be lucky is not by chance. It's not, again, you just got lucky. That's not the case. To create luck is to get incredibly curious about how good each thing you are doing could possibly get. How good can this get? Picture it visualize it, be curious about it. When I spend my time intentionally curious about how each and everything, how good it can get for me, it opens me up to the possibilities of how good it can get. And to be a thousand percent perfectly clear here, 
I believe that the luck we create within our lives, now I'm not talking about things like where you were born, the parents you were born into, that type of thing. I'm not referring to that quote unquote luck. I'm talking about more the day-to-day luck that we create in our lives. I believe that I'm not luckier than anyone else in these situations. But when I show up to something, my body language, my demeanor, my actions, my aura, so to speak, my everything is inviting. And I'm asking and searching for the answer to the question, how good can this get? And just like we said before, your brain responds to you. It starts searching. How can we enjoy this more? How can we play more, love this more? What is the best thing that I could imagine happening? And knowing that you don't need it, that you're perfectly content with everything you have, but are super open to whatever could make it better, that's when you start picking up on it. Your brain goes into hyperdrive just for that. Says, okay, boss. And people around you pick up on it too. People perceive it and they respond accordingly. Your reality responds to your perception of it. So making sure that you are regularly checking in with how you are choosing to show up and how to go through your day to your responsibilities, the responsibilities you have to others and the responsibilities you have for yourself, meaning all the things you promised yourself you would do or start tomorrow or the things that when you lay down at night and your brain quiets and starts to remind you of starts to think about the things that would take you to the next level or what you know you need to do. Choosing to actually do those things and allowing yourself to be excited for them, deciding to feel ready instead of dreading, flowing your energy to excitement and visualizing just how good it can get. Because the energy we have behind something is the driving force that creates our actions, our thoughts, and our emotions. I've said this before, emotions are literally just energy in motion. The energy we bring to any given moment profoundly impacts the way we experience it and the outcomes that we're able to create. And the beautiful thing is we have the power to consciously choose what energy we bring to every aspect of our lives. We get to consciously decide how we want to show up. So look at the areas of your life that are most important to you, and I suggest you ask this question. How are you showing up? Ask yourself, are you showing up with enthusiasm and passion and positivity? Or is there a lower level emotion attached, like dread or resistance or some kind of negativity? Think about your work or your career or what you create. Are you bringing a sense of purpose and excitement to that? Are you working somewhere that that's even possible to do? Can you? Are you fully engaged and committed to making a difference in something? Or are you just going through the motions, you know, counting down the hours until the day is over, until the weekend so you can relax from it all? When you bring a positive and vibrant energy to whatever you're working on, to whatever you're creating and giving... Not only do you inspire the people around you, but you invite collaboration with you and you open yourself up to new opportunities and growth and things that look a lot like luck. And think about your relationships. Are you showing up to all of the relationships that you care about with love and kindness and empathy to those people that you love? 
Are you actively listening and supporting those people? Or are you feeling frustration, impatience, or indifference because you don't have the time and energy for them? The energy that we have behind our relationship clearly affects how our relationships work and then how those relationships affect us in return. So make sure that you are, again, taking inventory of where your energy is going and if you have enough to give the most important parts. Think about things like your self-care and your personal growth. There too, you need to check in and know, are you showing up with self-compassion? Are you prioritizing your well-being? Are you investing in activities that nourish your mind, your body, your soul? Are you pouring good into your cup so that good can pour over into all these other things? Or are you neglecting yourself in some way, pushing aside the things that you know you need for the sake of maybe other responsibilities or other people? Remember, taking care of yourself and showing up for you is essential for living a purposeful and fulfilling lifestyle. It's necessary to prioritize your self-care and your personal growth because that is how you replenish your energy. You refocus your energy again where you want it. And that's how you empower yourself to show up fully in all these areas of your life is we direct that energy and make sure you've got enough to do so. Think about your future and your life. Think about how you show up for the things you want. Do you stay in a place of excitement, curiosity, and with a sense of belief, at least a little bit, in your own abilities? Or are you doubting yourself, fearing failure, holding tight to those limiting beliefs that we work so hard to break through, holding back from fully pursuing the lifestyle that you desire and deserve? Your energy and your mindset play a huge role. I'd say the most significant role in your ability to manifest and create and achieve what you desire. When you bring positive and empowered energy to your goals and behind your goals, that's when you become aligned with the possibilities that are out there. All the luck that's out there aligned to the luck that you can have. You unlock your creativity and tap into your resources so much better and are able to take that inspired actions towards your dreams, which causes your reality to fall in line with exactly that. That's where you find luck and motivation and determination and resilience. So that's my theme of the week. Start paying attention. Take some inventory of the energy you bring to each moment in your life. Take a pause before diving into the next thing and ask yourself, what energy do I want to embody in this moment? How can I show up in a way that aligns with the lifestyle I desire to live? And as you go through the day, continuously check in with yourself. Notice when you start to slip into a lower energy state or a negative mindset. And if you are, just take a deep breath and consciously choose to shift your energy back into a more positive and empowered state, a more excited, a more curious place. Practice gratitude, affirmations, or whatever helps, whatever helps you most elevate your energy and your mindset. Remember, you do have the power to choose how you show up. And by doing so, you create that ripple effect of positivity and of abundance, not only in your life, but in the lives around you. So my darling loves, please start applying this in your own life. Just put it in your back pocket and keep it with you always and start taking ownership of the energy you bring to the moments and the interactions and the tasks 
that we have in life. Embrace the power you have that you get to show up with intention and enthusiasm and love and you deserve to have that as a staple in your life. So here we go. Let's go out and get this. Together we will create a week and a life that is aligned with our desires and filled with positive and purposeful energy. Until next time, keep showing up for you and I can't wait to hear where it takes you. But all right, my loves, that's where I'll leave us today. I want to thank you so much for joining in on this conversation with me. And each week, every Monday, we're going to be posting a new episode going a little bit deeper into the conversation of what you can do to train your brain on purpose to really allow for the lifestyle that you want to live. Until next time, my loves, in the meantime, here's to your health and your happiness. Mm -hmm.